Vic, I read that article you recommended about whale feces. It was very fascinating. Did you actually- wait, what article? I never sent you an article. The one about whale feces? There's- wait, oh, wait, like, the one where they talk about the monetary value of it? You're supposed to go with the joke. You're supposed- ah. Uh. But I- but I didn't know where the joke was going, and we're talking about my favorite topic of all time, whale poop. <sighs> it has to be the white guy, okay? <laughs> Yeah, he's the one who wants to live, and we're going to turn him suicidal. It's just that, that beard hair is coming up before he goes near it. I swear to God, you were dropped on your head as a child. They come back. If you don't listen to the new episode of the Pillbox podcast because all the hosts are retarded, you hate disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Wayne, Sharp, Glover, Burton, Rex Lynn, I hope you all... This is going to be a fucking treat, man. I am excited. Yeah, we were talking about how chimpanzees like to have sex with jaguars, and that jaguars are the actually in our White House. The president is not human, he's actually a jaguar kin. <laughs> I think I'm gonna uh, die! What the fuck? The question, the question everyone's asking, did Sonic and Pikachu fuck? We could just, Vic and I could just sing a duet right now, and it could be our default intro every time. Anything else I'm missing? You know what? You know what? Fuck you. Fuck Twitter. And fuck this podcast. You know what? Fuck this. I'm done. I'm done. I don't have to deal with you. Oh god, I'm... <clears throat> I quit. I'm out. I quit the podcast. Somebody come get her. She doesn't like See, that was gold. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 24 of the Pillbox Podcast. Today is the day of restructuring. The entire show is going to be a lot different than it used to be, and we're going to see how it goes, and hopefully it'll be a little bit more entertaining and a little bit less wooden. <clears throat> I am Monica. I am Vic. I'm, I'm going to become wooden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, so who wants to go first? I'm really excited about mine, but I can hold off for a little while if need be. I want to do mine first because this is stupid. All right, go for it. It's stupid well, like so you. This should be fun. Matches. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, okay, I talked about when I talked about Avatar The Last Airbender a long-ass time ago that the there was going to be a live-action show with the creators of the original cartoon involved. Since then, it came out a couple days ago that... It's an anime. It's not a cartoon. No, it's not an anime. Avatar is not an anime, you son of a bitch! No, it's an anime. How is it an anime? Because I ha it's on my- it's on the app I pirate- I mean I buy anime from. <laughs> it's not anime. Just because it's on there doesn't mean that's the case. You know, I can I can pull up a quote right now of Abraham Lincoln saying, Don't trust everything you read on the internet. <laughs> okay, hold on. I can find uh, anime on Cartoon Network. Does that mean the Powerpuff Girls are anime? Hell yeah, Powerpuff Girls is my second favorite anime. My first favorite is Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Vic... So so it came out then a couple days later that the creators, uh, so the original creators, the way that they were like mark trying to market this show, the creators have since left the project. 
citing creative differences, meaning uh, translating as probably some bad shit went down. And a, and on this website, um, Fandom Wire, this is the only place I can find it. There, there are a list of possible reasons as to why the show or why the show's creators left the project. There's three reasons, and I'm going to cite the second one at the end because this that one's by far the most stupid. So the first is budget. As the article states, the creators wanted a bigger budget. This one is the least surprising since it is a common request for any showrunner. Filmmakers always wanted more money to properly build their vision, but Netflix felt it was already spending as much as they believed they needed to pull off a series they wanted. And then the and then the article goes on to say that the creators who and for the record, the names are Dante DiMartino and Brian... S Fuck this dude's last name. That is an unreal last name. That is not even... What language is this? Middle Eastern. Uh, no, Middle East. <laughs> so, so DiMartino and Bitch with a Bad Last Name, uh, they... They, as the article states, they've only worked in animation, and as such, they are not as experienced in creating live-action projects. Uh -oh. It's not surprising that Netflix may have balked at the show's growing budget requests. If the scale of this ad adaptation is going to be anything like the cartoon, which all signs say it, say it will be, the show will be very costly. So it makes sense there, there would be creative frustration over the specific amount of money spent. And that was my biggest fucking problem with the idea of there being live action to begin with. Because, okay, you have the show and the world and all that. How the fuck could you make that with a decent-sized budget and not make everything look like ass? I, I feel like in order to properly replicate the world of Avatar, it would end up having to be a CG fucking nightmare. My best guess would be to find unknown actors, pay them as little as possible, and pump the rest of the budget into uh, special effects. Because I've seen a couple different shows and uh, movies do that. Just for kind of like Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, kind of. Why don't they just move speaking it over of to Amazon? I mean, Amazon has... Jeff Bezos has more money than God. That actually would make more sense. Why didn't they just go to uh, Jeff Bezos? That they never explained. And speaking of the cast, and this one is probably the most stupid out of the three. Aside from reigning in the budget, now I can't. Now, for the record, I don't know if this is 100% confirmed or not. This is only due to just multiple sources inside Netflix and in on, like, the team, like, various people on the team that they don't name. Apparently, Netflix also wanted the ability to consider some white actors for the series. What? What? Uh, it goes... Well, this was a non-starter for the creators who were insistent that not a single white actor be on the series. I don't know if that's what they said, um, Brian. Yeah. And Ang is supposed to be Asian, right? Well, okay, so here are the setting. Here are the cultural background for most, for, like, the four nations. So the Water Tribe, that's Native American, specifically the Inuit. Uh, the Earth... Uh, kingdom that or the water tribe the earth kingdom that's based on china on china the fire nation 
that's based on um um Japanese slash Korean. Well, it's mostly well, you Japanese. Just said the Fire Nation was Native Americans. No, I never. I said the Water Tribe was Native American. Pay the fuck attention, Vincent. Jesus Christ! I only woke up like an hour ago, and I'm still following I'm the thread. Sure, I'm pretty sure he said the Fire Nation. No, he said Water. You absolute fucking dingus. I probably said Water Nation. He said Water right, Nation. All right. All right. <clears throat> and then the Air Nomads. They are, and while Buddhism is not a nationality, the culture of the Air Nomads is based mainly in uh, on Buddhism, mainly around the board. Of, even though there's Buddhism everywhere, I think where they take influence is mainly the Chinese-Tibetan border, as that's where there's a lot of um, of monks around that area. Really, the only play. The only place in the show that I could think of there being white actors is in season two with the with the the, the uh, water benders that are in the swamp, but that's because they're stereotypes of rednecks. <laughs> we talking like them them deep south uh, swamp people? Well, they talk about wanting to eat one of the main characters. Uh, then again, Louisiana. it was op. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <clears throat> full on the crocodile catfish pets or whatever the fuck that was in that episode. Although the thing is with like how this article is written, I don't know if how, what was the extent of them wanting white actors. I don't know if it was like they wanted white supporting cast. Like they wanted to shoehorn them into the plot. Like these, like brand new characters. Most likely, they or, wanted white leads. They wanted to replace the lead roles with white way. people. Yeah, that's it's what I was stupid thinking. Way. They, they probably like, wanted to pull a, uh, you know, back in like the seventies and the eighties when they would make like religious films that took place in like uh like Jewish cultures, and they would replace the entire culture with like uh people from like the UK and shit, like clearly white people with English accents. Movie, oh no! Yeah, Bible. that's <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Although it's like it's I don't know because it's like I don't know if it was like the main because if it was going to be the main actress, then we're just doing the last Airbender all over again, which was already a fucking issue with the race swapping. So I don't know if that was the case, but if that is the case, if they wanted white le like white main leads, because sadly in the entertainment industry, at least in the States, I can say if you're a thing will sell better from what I recall, it sells better. If there's like a white main lead, not necessarily because no, not necessarily. And, and now the last point is the overall tone of the show. So while budget and casting issues can usually find a middle ground, the biggest issue by far was the fact that Netflix and the creators could not unify on a common overall tone for the show. Netflix currently wants to age up Aang, Zuko, Katara, and Sokka. And now I don't know if this means that they want to age them up to adults, because if that is the case, while it may realistically look better, I think that will take away from some of the characters' like personalities and their issues and so on and so forth, especially Aang. 
that's gonna definitely if they are aging him up that's gonna probably fuck with some stuff and then they also wanted to separate the live action series from the animated one by creating a darker mature tone with more romance sex and blood great now i can possibly see if you do it well the violence working because this is a show based in a war setting which includes which talks about fucking genocide so i can kind of see where you could make something a bit more violent but sex like they were underage in the first season right in the first, well, in the show, yes, they were all like, "Well, Ang's technically 112 years old, but he looks still looks and acts and talks like a 12 year old." Uh, but the other characters are mainly uh, 14 to, I believe, 16, at least with the main. And then there's Iroh, but the the main cast is mainly 14 to 16. <clears throat> Uh, I assume this is just a guess, but they probably want to age up the characters just enough so they can insert sex appeal. I mean, if they didn't, I can see Kevin Spacey having a field day. I mean, look at what they did. Look what Netflix did to the romance on the live action uh, adaptation of of Death Note. and, And tell me that they wouldn't try to throw in whatever sex appeal they can. Oh no, I think they would. I just find it funny because Netflix is are one of those companies that if you go on their um, Twitter stuff, this is kind of more of like where the general topic comes into play that of the idea that I had is like Netflix wants to be if this is like confirmed because again these are kind of like rumors and anonymous sources. But this wouldn't surprise me if that is the case. Companies like Netflix, they want to pride themselves on being, you know, progressive or that they're all for, like, you know, marginalized groups like, you know, people people of color, LGBT people, all this stuff. And I, what I'm saying right now is that those aren't issues. Those aren't problems to be into. But there, be, there comes a point when you read stuff like this where – there was probably bull- like bullshit behind the scenes because of the same crap that this company supposedly rallies against where the message that they try to you know the image that they try to make for themselves ultimately falls flat on its face and it just reveals that they're like just another you know corporation that tries to like fuck with shit because the thing is right and i've said this like many times on my Twitter, and I will keep saying it, the show doesn't need a live-action adaptation. No. It just doesn't. I don't, like, obviously, I I get the point of them doing it, but it's like, already there's too many fucking issues. There's already the the budget problem, which, in my head, I predicted that there would be a budget problem, because how do you get, like, the world... Because the thing is, with the drawing... You can, like, granted, with a decent-sized budget, like, you don't even need, like, feature, feature, feature film budget. You can get a decent-sized TV budget, which is what Avatar did, and you can at least make these elaborate, like, um, uh, environments look good, and you don't need to worry about, okay, is this part in this place, you know, yada, 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 and then trying to do construction and shit, which is why already there was a problem. And then the problem is how would you try to differentiate yourself? Because my issue with all of these... 
because we've seen this like we see this like with act like unlike certain people who keep making smart ass m- remarks with actual anime you know there's all there was that I don't know if it's still a thing, but there's this influx of live action adaptations, right? Like, well, it's because well, look at the look at the um, <clears throat> look at the situation with Disney. They live action remake all of their fucking nostalgia classics, and even though everybody bitches, they still make fucking bank and walk away with a shitload of money every time without fucking do, fail. Do you know the the actual reason why they they make all these remakes? In live action. Well, aside from money, it's but... guaranteed fucking money. It's guaranteed it's money. Childhood. It was in Walt Disney's will. What? I'm serious. It was in Walt Disney's will that they remake every movie every like 20 years or something. I'm so gonna look that, that up. I have never heard of that in my entire fucking life. I know they no, uh, they re-release them out of the vault every. They re-release them out of the vault every uh, 10 to 15 years, and they only do that for like a, a short amount of time, and then it goes back into the vault, and that's when it becomes rare. Uh, it's to the point where I looked it up the other day, there is somebody selling a Aladdin VHS tape, the Black Diamond edition that came in the clamshell. They're selling that for $25,000. Claim. What? <clears throat> Claim. Walt Disney. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thing. Now, from what I understand, that's on the low end. Claim. Walt Disney put a clause in his will requiring that the Walt Disney Company remake classic movies every 10 years. False. A November 2018 tweet by somebody whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce went viral for appearing to explain the Walt Disney Studios' recent pension for remaking classic Disney films. The tweet claimed that Walt Disney actually put a provision in his will requiring the company to remake his its movies every 10 years so that it could continually appeal to a new generation. So it's not real? The following day, um, so-and-so clarified that she wasn't 100% sure if what she had posted was true. Still, the idea seemed to strike a chord with social media users, and it was shared as fact by thousands of people. The tweet, however, was not factually accurate. For one thing, such a demand would have been highly atypical of Walt Disney, who greatly favored continual innovation over retreading the same entertainment ground. After 1933's Three Little Pig animated short film grossed over ten times its production cost during its initial release, Walt uh, reportedly rebuffed requests for more of the same by reporting, We can't top pigs with pigs. Although Walt did relent and produced several Three Little Pig sequels, though they were only moderately successful, and the experience cemented his resolve to pursue artistic risks rather than doggedly sticking to what had previously worked. So, no, you are wrong on that. Check your shit before you start claiming it as fact there, Vinny. <laughs> shut up. No, why don't you shut up before you start acting like your bullshit is truth? How, how was I supposed to know it wasn't? You have fucking internet and a computer! It took me two seconds to disprove your bullshit! How am I supposed to know it's not like I have a computer with an internet connection and a fucking cell phone? 
What is this, Google? I've never heard of a search engine in my life. I just take everything I read on Twitter as fact. Well, I didn't read this on Twitter. I saw it in a YouTube video. So joke's on you. Oh my god, I saw it on a YouTube I see people promoting Nazism on fucking YouTube videos. That doesn't mean it's fucking right, you goddamn retard. <laughs> oh god, I'm spinning everywhere. So that T-Tor aside... <laughs> No, like, okay, the Disney stuff I get because that makes a ton of bank, but I don't know, like, do these anime live-action adaptations make the same amount of money or make something equivalent to the Disney live-action remakes? Yes. I see a lot of this stuff just go to Netflix. Uh, the the live-action remakes that Disney makes actually usually either comes close or uh, exceeds all of the originals. Yeah, that I'm a no, All but I mean, like, I've watched were literally the same, like literally the very same. I think that the deal here is, is that all these other companies are like trying to copy Disney's current business model because they see it making money, but it's all fucking failures across the board, but they're still fucking hammering it into the ground. Oh, Avatar The Last Airbender has a lot of people that are nostalgic for it, so let's remake it. And rather than everybody getting hype or at least wanting to see it like with Disney movies, at least so they can trash it, everybody's just like, Netflix is making this? No. Uh, no, thank you. Like, can anyone name me, if there if there's a way for people to like go into like, comments, can someone name me one like Netflix adaptation project, whatever. Can someone name me one where I was like, huh, that was actually decent? Probably I don't think not. There anyone? Probably not. But no. yeah, I, I don't I I don't think so. But I am willing to stake my entire earnings right now. And I could be wrong, but I'm willing to stake everything that I own on this. I bet you that more people have watched reviews for the live action adaptation of Death Note than they have actually watched the live action adaptation of Death Note, the Netflix version. Yes, I would bet money on that. Like, I know more about that movie than you could probably guess just from watching reviews. I've never actually watched it. Huh. But you must have no, seen I... the clip where Light is screaming like a bitch when he sees Ryuk, right? Uh, Everyone saw that, even before the movie came out. Actually, one of the reviews I've seen did a compilation of all the times that he would scream like a bitch, and shockingly, there's a lot. Well, now that he's gone, we can talk bad about him. <laughs> Good idea. Don't we do that anyway? Oh, yeah, I was about to say, shit, we do that to his face. <laughs> yeah, so it's not really fun. I don't know. As soon as I heard that Netflix was going to be doing this adaptation, like, I don't like Avatar The Last Airbender. At, at all. Yep. But I, as soon as I heard this, I felt bad for the for the intellectual property. Oh yeah. That's just like uh, 
the guy who wrote Death Note manga. Mm -hmm. I feel bad that they did that because his shit with Netflix. Uh, yeah. When has Netflix actually made something that worked? Bojack Horseman. Stranger Things. You can I name. You can name a couple of. You can name a. The only one I can name would be The Witcher. Yeah, no, uh, Netflix has done a few things that are good that aren't remakes. When they make their own original shit, they occasionally come up with winners. I mean, some of them are crap, like that fucking uh, Big Mouth or whatever the fuck it's called. It's it's, yeah, it's stupid, vulgar bullshit that doesn't have any real substance to it. But occasionally Netflix makes winners when they make their own original shit. And if I'm being completely honest, I would much rather <laughs> see Netflix pursuing avenues of trying to create their own original content more rather than trying to piggyback off of pre-existing franchises. Because in the beginning, they were doing pretty well. They had like, I mean, I've not watched it, but I know in terms of success, people liked it. You know, Orange is New, New Black, they were doing well with, like, well, for the beginning part, they were doing well with the Marvel Netflix stuff, at least in the beginning, and then that kind of went, uh... And that's the thing with Netflix, is, like, with their, like, original programming, it's like, some of it, it's like, okay, let's, we're at a constant uh, stream, and then lately, it's like, all over the place. Yep. They're a good television production studio. They are not a good movie production studio. The same can be said about Hulu. Oh, this I'm trying to think can be said about Crackle. I'm trying to think. Um... No, not even Amazon Prime. None of these fucking streaming sites can do have really any good movies, do they? Their own original um, works? No. Why is that, though? Because they're stupid. When, when Amazon did uh, Good Omens, that was actually pretty good, and it kept really close to the book. I think the reason is, is that um, making a movie is a lot more difficult than making a TV show because you've got to get a lot of information in a short amount of time, relatively speaking. With a TV show, you can stretch it out more. They're not paying the kind of money that they probably need to be in order to be getting talented people who can successfully make movies. I think now that I think about okay, so Netflix... Near like uh, last year or so, I've not watched it, but like last year they were getting like directors like um, uh, Martin Scorsese, um, I think Spike Lee at one point, but they were like going with like already well-established uh, voices in the uh, industry. So to me, it's like I don't know. It's just it's just so baffling to me that like. These, these um, streaming services that have all these, you know, movies, all these shows and whatnot, and and I'm only strictly talking about movies. They can't seem to like be consistent with quality. Like I'm not seeing one pe person go, "Oh my god, this fucking Netflix original movie! Holy shit!" <laughs> right? Are you eating while you're talking? 
Yes, he's yeah. stuffing his face with food that is, again. That is fucking obnoxious. So am I. Ugh. I'm eating an yeah, apple. But, yeah, but here's the thing. I don't hear you chewing and trying you're not trying to fucking go like this at the same time. <laughs> That's because I have the common decency to wait until I've swallowed to start talking or at least chipmunk the shit into my cheek. Don't cry with food in your mouth, you bitch. Fuck you. Hmm. So, the weather is nice. It is very nice. It got so quiet, I was about to lick my microphone. It's like 86 degrees and super humid here. Uh, oh, and it's I think it's, it's 82, and I live like seven miles away from a lake, so we get nothing but humidity. Oof. Like, the area I live in is literally the armpit of America. I could like see Florida, that. the testicle... Like, Florida, the penis of America. Wait until there's no shit does, in your mouth and then talk. Does that mean that, um, that Texas is the ball sack of America? Yeah, Louisiana is the swamp ass. <laughs> Uh, I know that um, I know that everybody that I used to be friends with around here all said that uh, South Dakota was, is the taint of America. Okay, so now that we've established that America is officially Frankenstein with body parts all over the place. <laughs> it's like that part in Cromartie High School with the main character who's. Uh, with a character whose not nostril hairs are pronounced. <laughs> uh, you're talking about uh, nostril hairs. If you ever get a chance to, there's an anime called Bo 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 Bo. Bo. Oh God! Oh God! Bo 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 Bo. Yeah, if you get a chance to watch that. Uh, best thing I can tell you to do is turn it off and burn your television. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey Jones did a review on Boba Boba Bo, and it was, um, like, uh, so all of his anime reviews, the whole joke is, is that he's an idiot who doesn't understand anime or watch anime. So that's the entire basis for his reviews. And when he did Boba Boba Bo, even though it's absolutely <laughs> fucking retarded, his spin was, is that it was the one anime that he knew a lot of shit about and actually did a real legit in-depth review on it. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. He really picked the winner on that one. <laughs> Yeah, like, his his review of Death Note was, um, uh, it, it, he just, he ripped on it, but he ripped on it in the dumbest way possible and acted like it was the worst thing ever made and acted like everything about it was absolutely horrendous. And then halfway through, he just fucking drops that L dies, and then he goes on about how, uh, how can you have a letter die, and then it's revealed that he didn't even watch past <laughs> episode two. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> And, like, he's just like, yeah, I just went on Google and did some research and I found out L died. How the fuck does a letter die? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
No, maybe I should start doing my reviews like that. Just Google like three different things to come in like a stark raving retard. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck? How is a music genre a ship? <laughs> How do you ship two What's characters? a beboop? They're not on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> now, towards the end of the Monkey's anime review series, it went so far off the rails that he was doing anime reviews for Cory in the house and <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, there's there's a, a podcast I listen to, uh, Out of Context, uh, I'm sorry, Anime Out of Context, and one of the hosts, uh, he's, he watches anime, but he doesn't like it, and that's part of why they do the show. Okay. And there was, uh, I think there was like two or, two or three different episodes where he got control of the show. He's like, hey, we're going to review, and it's going to be a surprise. And one of them was, he did uh, Cory in the House. <laughs> yeah, Monkey Jones, oh, he did... animation style. Yeah, towards the end, he did... This animation style. It looks so realistic. He did Cory in the House. He did Seinfeld. He did an anime review for Two Broke Girls. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and it turned into a fucking storyline. I told Vic about it. It's so fucking good. If you've never watched Monkey's anime reviews, I highly recommend it. Like, it turned into this whole fucking story arc of the character who's reviewing the animes. And, like, he did a Monkey's anime reviews, Monkey's anime reviews, <laughs> where he reviewed his own show as, like, a different person. And then, like, three episodes later, he did Monkey's anime reviews, Monkey's Monkey's anime reviews, Monkey's anime reviews. <laughs> and then he reviewed the other, the like he reviewed himself reviewing himself as another character. And it was so fucking great. Like when he did the Monkey's anime reviews, Monkey's anime reviews, he did this <clears throat> dull, monotone voice. And he just, he went over all of the issues with the show and how he makes fun of autism and how he makes fun of this and how he makes fun of that. And then in his response to his response, he's being loud and boisterous and screaming and out of nowhere and he's like, and you think I'm making fun of depression and suicide motherfucker? I'm suicidal and depressed and I'm giving people a safe space you son of a bitch! Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I... I have to watch this now. <laughs> it, it, the ending, I won't give it away, but the ending is great. Like, there was a point, like, he reviewed this one, like, he did a legit anime review, and the whole reason that he did it was because he was trying to point out the parallels between himself and this anime, and it was really well done, but the anime is like, this dude lives inside of his house, he never leaves, he's a full-on, like, otaku weeb. He spends all of his time on the internet, and he's convinced that there's, like, a government conspiracy or some shit going on. Oh, oh my I have God. that on Welcome DVD, to that NHK. show. Yes, that Fucking one. That yes, shit. he did a review on that. Oh, and it oh was like... God. It was like a legit review, and the whole reason for it is because the character that he had created for Monkey's anime reviews ended up paralleling that show, even though he had never seen it. I now need to watch that. 
it's really goddamn good. Like, it starts out just stupid insanity because, like, one of the callback jokes is he did a review of this anime about these 16-year-old girls and it was very sexual and whatnot. And he goes into this thing about how his uncle was arrested for pedophilia. And uh, the episode ends with him screaming like a fucking madman. And he's like, hey, look at these two pictures. Which of these two girls do you think is attractive? Hi, oh, you motherfuckers, I flipped the age. You were all lusting over the 16-year-old. Okay, considering the average age in anime is somewhere between, like, 16 to 25, it's... I think everybody is a pedophile, if you look at it that way. Because, hell, uh, I've had this conversation with Vic, High School DXD. All the characters are around uh, 16 to 18 years old. Yep. Uh, throughout the main show, I think Rias and them are 17, you say 16. And just going through seasons one through four, keep a tally how many times you see Rias' tits. Yep. And keep, keep in mind, that's a 17-year-old. Yep. Uh, he did a review of Bono no Pico. Oh no! And oh, like, God. and his whole review—the whole angle of the review—is it is a great family-friendly show that he used oh. to watch with his uncle as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the review, he calls this gigantic fucking anime store, and he's like, "Hey, do you guys have Bono no Pico?" And the guy's like, and "He legit actually did call them." And the guy's like, uh, let me look. And he looks it up. He's like, no, sorry, we don't have it. And he's like, well, can you look it up online and see how much it would cost to order it in for me? And the guy looks it up. And then there's like a pause for like 10 seconds. And he's like, don't call here again. And then just hangs <laughs> up on him. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He actually called a store? Yes, he called a real store and asked if they had a DVD copy of Bono No Pico. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I guess we could uh, move into mine if y'all are ready for that because I've got an interesting one that should be fun. It's uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna do a kind of a game, guys. Uh, we're gonna find out if uh, the Pillbox <laughs> podcast is psychic. Uh, sure. Oh, so I'm going to follow the order of uh, our little characters on screen here. Uh, I'm going to start with Jeb. Jeb, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to give you three choices for an answer, and you're going to pick your answer, and then I'll move on to uh, Vincent, and then I'll do Vic, and then I'll do myself, and we'll just go all the way around until the questions are over, and we'll see if us as a group are psychic or not. I'm kind of frightened, but kind of you know, turned on same time. <laughs> so, first question. How does that work? First question. This one's for Jeb. Do you get flashes of insight that seem to come from nowhere? Your choices are often, occasionally, or never. Occasionally? That's kind of like deja vu or deja day or however you want to say it. Yeah, that's, I think that's something everybody goes through. Uh, Vincent. Do you see colors or symbols around people, either in the physical world or your mind's eye? Often, occasionally, or wait. never? Oh my God. What? Wait, wait, what? Do you see colors or symbols around people, either in the physical world or in your mind's eye? Often, occasionally, Neither. or never? So, never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never. <laughs> All right. 
<clears throat> uh, Vic, do you struggle to watch on-screen violence often, occasionally, or never? Uh, if it's <laughs> fictional, never. So you never struggle I'll to watch... With... Uh, yeah, I assume based on the way that the question is phrased, it means uh, like movies and TV shows, like not real. Uh, none that I can recall, no. All right. So never, I guess. And then this one's on me. I gotta look through the symbols first. <laughs> this this question is on me. Do you trust your intuition? Occasionally. Next question. That shocks me that you would trust anything coming out of your own head. <laughs> it sometimes works out. It usually fails more than it works, but I do occasionally. This one's back on Jeb. <clears throat> Do you know when a pet needs a visit to the vet based on a feeling? Often, occasionally, or never? Like a physical feeling? Yeah, like you just get a feeling like you know, up oh, something's wrong with the pet, I gotta take him to the vet. Something's wrong with Sparky, he needs to be sent to the doghouse in the sky. <laughs> I got a feeling my dog needs to be put down. Yeah, I can physically feel if a dog needs to go to the vet, if it's losing hair, if it's got a nodule on it or something like that. It's called fucking petting the animal. Uh, so, so I'm going to go with occasionally on that one then. Vincent, do you feel yeah. like do you feel like you're being led through life by a higher power or a spirit guide, often occasionally or never? Uh can you repeat that? Do you feel like you're being led through life by a higher power or a spirit guide? Okay, if I was being led by someone, it would be someone trolling me, so never. <laughs> Vic, <clears throat> have you ever helped someone find their lost pet? Never. I have never had that problem. <laughs> Wait, oh, wait, wait a second. I think I one time I was holding someone's lizard and I accidentally dropped it and then it like went behind the couch. <laughs> uh, okay, that I don't think that counts as helping them find their lost pet. <laughs> I mean, so you lost it. So. Uh, this one's on me. Do you smell things but cannot find anything causing the odor? Occasionally, but I think that that's more of a sign of a brain tumor than actually being psychic. <laughs> Uh, okay, this one's on Jeb. Have you ever influenced the career path of your family or friends? Uh, actually, yes. I was able to talk one of my friends following me into engineering. All right, we'll put that under occasionally then, since it was only once. <clears throat> uh, this one's on Vincent. Uh, Vincent, have you ever been visited by spirits? No. So never. <laughs> What about that time you were telling us the ghost of Michael Jackson gave you a handy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. No, I'm, pretty sure that was, I'm pretty sure that was Vic and it was Gene Simmons. And no, it was you and it was Michael Jackson. Gene Simmons is still alive, retard. I, it was you and it was Michael Jackson, and I know for a fact because Gene Simmons wouldn't have gone tee-hee as you cum shot it on his face. Yeah, he would probably sell the cum his like face on like uh, like okay this is how gene simmons would sell cum ladies and gentlemen and people outside of the gender binary he would probably do the a marks thing come inside the bag and then put his face on it and then charge 
Oh yeah, I could see that. Because doesn't he already have like coffins and condoms? Probably. Yeah, yeah. There is actually piss coffins that he sells. There's piss coffee. Uh, although I can't make too much fun of that because Lamb of God now has coffee. <laughs> of course. I know bands have like beers and stuff, but coffee? Never heard of that yet. Alright, Vic, we're on to you. This is an actual question that would have something to do with being psychic. So far, oh, they haven't I'm really... Oh, my penis is already trembling in anticipation. Have you ever sensed you knew something about a deceased person that no one told you? In what capacity? I, I think it would be like, uh, okay, let's say grandma died before you were born, okay? Hypothetically. Okay. And you, you guys were talking about grandma, and then you bring up grandma's love of knitting, but nobody had ever told you that grandma used to knit all the time. Or... How the fuck would I know that? <laughs> because you looked in a picture and you saw that she had a quilt and an afghan right behind her. Exactly. See. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait. What? Why are we involving Vincent's uncle into this? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh wow! I said afghan, not Afghani. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, piece of shit. X out. There we go. Uh, okay, um, so I'm gonna go with never on Vic's question there. I'm gonna say that he's never experienced that. On to me. Do you have vivid dreams that you remember when you wake? All the fucking time. When I have dreams, yeah. I remember them. Alright, on to Does Jeb. everyone have that? Uh, no, I'm, not we're, really. we're talking like vivid memory. Like, uh, I can, um, I can lucid dream quite frequently. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like where when you're asleep, you're aware that you're asleep uh, and you know that it's a dream and you're able to kind of control it to an extent. I can do that quite frequently. There is ways, you know, I've read a lot of times. I've never tried it, but I've, I've read on multiple occasions that you can actually make it happen oh yeah it takes a lot of work it took yep. me months to figure out how to lucid dream but like meditating before you go to sleep uh consciously putting it in your brain that you're going to lucid dream before you fall asleep and you're supposed to dream journal but i suck at journaling so i never did that uh this one's on jeb do you consider yourself a creative person i feel like this should be a yes or no question but it's still got the often occasionally or never shit so do you consider yourself a creative person jeb uh yeah pretty much i'll say often okay uh vincent this one's on you do you get uncontrollable feelings in your body as if another force is telling you is trying to tell you to do uh trying uh let me start that over do you get uncontrollable feelings in your body as if another force is trying to tell you something? I can I, I can say I can answer this for you, Vincent. Yes, you do, and the force is trying to tell you it's your it's your hormones telling you jack off. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Oh, so that counts? <laughs> no, this is like because, um because if that counts, it's like more than often. <laughs> no, this is this is supposed to be like um all of a sudden you're like uh something bad is going to happen and there's there's an otherworldly presence trying to warn me that something bad is going to happen, that kind of shit. My spidey sense is tingling. Yeah, essentially. It's the haunting thoughts of Kevin Spacey. He's telling me <laughs> oh, to God, touch no. myself. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. I still have PTSD. 
<laughs> so, I think everybody on this goddamn show has PTSD. <laughs> that doesn't make you special. Do you have, yeah, yeah, but was the cause of your PTSD Kevin Spacey? Now that's something. No, the cause of my PTSD was uh, the Schneider guy on Nickelodeon. Damn. <laughs> Dan Schneider, I think that was his name. Lucky fucker. <laughs> so do you get these feelings in your body or not, Vincent? Does it count when I just get mad for no reason and I break shit? No, it would have to be like, um, like, no, never. okay. Yeah. It would have to be more like a warning or something. Uh, Vic, <laughs> that, oh my God. This is a question of whether or not you have, uh, fucking schizophrenia. <laughs> do you hear, <laughs> do you hear voices or noises, even though it appears nothing is there? Okay, that's a question you should have asked me. Okay, as the most heavily medicated one on this show, I have a feeling you should have aimed that question at me. Fuck it, you can answer that one often, occasionally, or never. <laughs> uh, pretty often. Uh, I have auditory hallucinations where I hear noises come from different rooms. I don't, I don't hear voices, but I'll hear things fall when they don't fall and shit like that. All right, so we'll put you under often. Back to Vic. Uh, I'm not the legend killer now. <laughs> you know what? I think that this answer is either going to be occasionally or often because, strangely enough, even though you have no experience in this area, I can say that I, for one, have done this. Do people come to you for relationship advice? Actually, sometimes. So occasionally. Oh, well, you one like when I first started having friends, it was definitely often, but nowadays it's occasionally. Okay. Uh, okay, this one would be on me. Do friends come to you with their problem all the fucking time? <laughs> this one's on Jeb. Uh, Jeb, do you take time for solitude and meditation? Um, well, I'm a, I'm a very quiet and solitary person by nature. Uh, and I, I have meditated in the past. Normally I do it with like a movie or, uh, a song playing in the background. So, and I'm like that pretty much 24 hours a day. So, yes. Okay. So we'll say often then. Uh, this one's on Vincent. <clears throat> this is a weird one. Uh, do you get a sense of an object's history and its owners just by touching it? Now you say count. it's a weird... <laughs> <sighs> the only way I could feel an owner's history is if I smell weed on it. <laughs> You're not allowed near any of my shit. <laughs> I didn't want your shit anyway, motherfucker. <clears throat> okay. Except the Silent Two stuff. I'm still gonna try to steal it. I don't have Silent Hill Two. I have Silent Hill Three, unless you include the HD collection, which just don't. All right. So, Vincent, do you ever get a sense of an object's history and its owners just by touching it? Doesn't does it count if I did it in video games? <laughs> no, it has to be in real life, dipshit. Damn it. Oh, reading, reading Dark Souls history does not count. 
So I'm going to say never. We're on Vic now. Uh, Do your friends ask for advice about issues at work? I am... I don't work, so never. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, like, uh, like, let's say you got a friend on Twitter who has a job, and they're like, "Dude, I'm having issues at my work. Can you oh, give me some advice?" Yeah, all the time. So often. Often. All right, uh, and we're on to me. Uh, did you struggle to fit in as a child? Fucking yes. I think that was all of I us. I think that's all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one's on Jeb. Uh, do you feel sensations on your body when nothing appears to be touching you? I think that's called anxiety. No, like uh, like pressure on the skin, like you can feel someone touching you. Sometimes, but that's more of a psychological thing than a physical thing. Okay. So we'll put occasionally. Um, we're on to Vincent. Uh, do you ever feel a person's emotion so deeply that they feel like your own? Is that called an empath? Yes, that's called uh, being an empath. You mean like if... For example, you were sad, I would be sad because you're sad? Yes, Something you like would that. You would feel my sadness to the point where you feel sad yourself. Well, it does happen a lot, but it depends on the person. Alright, so we'll put often, but it's still de- dependent on the individual. This one's on yeah. Vic. Uh, Vic, do you see visions about the past, present, or future? I'm Raven now all of a sudden? Apparently. That's so Raven. <laughs> I, okay, I he only, he only listens to old music, so yeah, he gets visions of everything old <laughs> and movies. Is watching yeah. an old movie count as a vision of the past? Well, I am viewing something. Wait, if you were watching a biography like... of World War Two, <laughs> that counts, right? <laughs> so, are we putting often, I'm occasionally, doing... or never? I'm gonna go with often. <laughs> Alright. Uh, what the fuck with the damn thing? Yeah, we're on me now. Uh, do you feel you know things without any clear evidence? Uh, occasionally, but that doesn't mean that I'm right. Like, I'll get the feeling like I know the answer to this shit, and then it'll turn out that I'm completely wrong, but I still get the feeling. Ah, this one is... <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to be... Uh, it's for Jeb, but this is another one where we all experience it, most likely. Do you feel overwhelmed in large crowds? Oh, God, yes. All the time, yes, yes. Check mark, yes. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I Check ass- mark, affirmative, alpha. What, why? Oh, okay, so Vincent's the only one who's not uncomfortable in large crowds. Okay, cut that out. I hope to God I remember. Okay. uh, Bitch, it's called social anxiety disorder. uh, Okay, uh, this one's on Vincent. Are you sensitive to lights, smells, sounds, or touches? That's just autism. No, that's basically migraine. Yeah. And yes, I get migraines. (laughs) So we'll put down occasionally. Uh, Vic, do you spend a lot of time lost in thought? Um, when I'm off one of my meds, yes. So, so that's a lie. You can't think. You're incapable of thinking. That's a lie. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I lost in ass. thought. I go through that all the fucking time. Um, okay, this one is on me. Do you quickly judge a person's character? Sometimes. I think everybody does, at least occasionally. It's called an assumption. Uh, and this one is on Jeff. 
<laughs> Jeb, oh God. Oh, uh, are you a are you a good matchmaker? Uh, actually, I am. Wow. All right. So we'll. Really? Do you want to put occasionally or often? Uh, often actually. Yeah. All right. And this is the last question, and it will be for Vincent. How often do you find yourself reaching for fruits or vegetables over less healthy options? I hate fruits and vegetables. So never? Never. The only thing I eat that's a vegetable is lettuce. All right. And it's because I'm too lazy to take it out of my burger. (laughs) All right, boys. So here's our results for our psychic powers. Um... Uh, you may be an empath. Empaths can pick up on emotional and mental state of people around them. You're very sensitive to the energy of others, and you have high social intelligence. <laughs> right. Uh, any of us having high social intelligence? Feeling so much energy from other people can be a burden, but you can use your gift to help the people around you through their problems. Meditating every day is a good... Yeah, apparently. Uh, We also have a lean towards, I'm not sure what the hell this is. Um, Like, there's this weird web thing, and I don't know what it really means. Uh, And it's gone now, because I accidentally clicked a button. But we're we're empaths. This is the... (laughs) We're the most empathetic people, guys. We call each other horrible names and treat each other like shit. But we are super empathetic. (laughs) I, I mean, when we see a fight on Twitter... We side with the wrong person on purpose. <laughs> when we see a fight on Twitter, generally speaking, we just try to piss off everybody who's fighting. I remember one time, like a year ago, some people were fighting and we called them all snowflakes. Yes, uh, there was one more recently than that. There was a group of people fighting over Donald Trump and Vic came in and just started calling them mommy and daddy and told them to stop fighting. <laughs> And then I tried to keep going, but then the the, the right wing chud was like then doing just really bad like your gay jokes. Yeah, like he's like, oh, are you one of them people that calls random strangers on the internet, daddy? Yeah, it was like so fucking with that. In fact, as we as we were doing the thing, I even got into some shit show on right now on Twitter with one of my followers being one someone threatened my follower that they would strangle them. <laughs> We do that all the time. <laughs> I feel like if we were like in all in the same state, our entire show would end up devolving into shit like The Simpsons, where Homer is choking Bart, and all of us would just be choking Vic <laughs> nearly constantly. <laughs> he would be showing up to the show in a neck brace all the time. You know the way I feel. We would all be choking each other, and it would be a circle. <laughs> so a circle jerk. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I think the only one cookie. who would be happy with that is Vic. Yeah, Vic I don't can have a choking cookie. fetish. I don't believe that. Oh, God. I don't believe that, Vic, because I've heard you say choke me harder, Daddy, on more than one occasion. Um... I need my lawyer for this now. <laughs> this is, oh, you're gonna this be is a defamation of character. There is you're no evidence teacher, for these slanderous lies. You're gonna have a stupid I can't hear Jeb right now. At you at... 
You're gonna have a student yell at you, and you're gonna have to hide behind your desk because you catch wood. <laughs> Why did Vincent leave? He came right Hello, back. Hello, Vincent. It, Discord was screwing with me again. Oh, did it kick you off? Are you sure it's not just because you're a retard? It didn't kick me off, but I couldn't hear anything. So I left and joined again. So it was user error. How's it how's that user error? Because you said one time that you couldn't that what oh god, I can't remember your stupidity sometimes. It wasn't it like uh you said I think you said it last night. Wasn't it that you said it last night that something wasn't working and then that means that the thing is that is not working is because someone's retarded. Yeah, that was why I made that how... joke. Because my mic wasn't working on Discord last night, so he's like, oh, so oh, you're retarded. Right. Oh, yeah, I didn't make that joke, and it was stupid. Kind of like you. Your whole fucking thing is stupid, man. Last night when we Jeb's started that call, you voice. sitting there trying to fire me, and I'm like, what fucking job are we doing? What does Velvet sound like, anyway? What? 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 What the fuck? <laughs> no, like, people say someone's voice sounds like Velvet. I think I've heard that a couple times. What does Velvet sound like? No, they mean that their voice is velvety smooth, meaning that their voice is very smooth and easy to listen to. Just oh! Like this is the voice of God. What the fuck? You're retarded. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? That was amazing! What <laughs> Am I the only one who heard that? I heard that. What did he say? I heard it. It oh wasn't. God, no, nobody said anything. God came into the chat for a second and said, You're retarded, Vic. It was a deep, wait, wait. booming, echoing voice. This is the voice of God. You're retarded. Wait, wait, God, come back. Wait, I have a question. Please, wait. Damn it. What uh, um, um, God, uh, sir, I, um, I have a question. Um, will I ever get laid? <laughs> no, oh, no, no, Vincent, because you don't support the Judeo-Christian God, the true path. Do not interrupt God, you dumbass. I like I am God. Shut up, shut up, Vic. Wait a minute. If no one can hear him, maybe he's licking his mic like he promised earlier. I'm not licking my fucking mic. <laughs> Everyone heard him besides you. Yeah, you're the only one who didn't hear that. Maybe, hey, hey, uh, maybe it's because he's retarded. It doesn't work now anymore. That would just mean I'm deaf. Just I do. I, if I have a... I do I'm like the... I'm not a believer. <laughs> cannot hear my voice. <laughs> wow. That makes so much sense. Vic is not a true believer. That's why he can't hear you. I'm very disappointed. Oh my god, do I have to hang up and then come back on? Yes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> User error. <laughs> now can I hear Jeb? What, who said anything about Jeb? Ow. 
Now that's a deep bellowing, booming voice. It's God. God has joined the chat. Uh, guys, what do you say we make God a part of our podcast? He can come oh, in from time no, to not, time. I like how even in heaven, Discord servers suck so bad that there's bad voice quality. Oh, I remember there was this like comic I read. It showed like heaven, but it looks like a fucking ghetto. <laughs> Like spray paint and uh, fucking gates all disheveled and shit. I think even the pearly gates were all disheveled. Maybe maybe God's voice is so deep because he needs a mint or something. A scrub souls, maybe. That was amazing. We had... <laughs> God came onto the podcast. That was great. Our first guest is God. That would be oh, our second awesome. guess. Yeah. Our first guess was fifth. To, I'm gonna punch you with my penis. So hard that it's gonna turn into a black hole. Am I- wait a minute, okay. You are so fixated on that. I'm the one who's supposed to be fixated on dumb shit. I just like it. There's, uh... Mary, Angie Three Piece, John Doe, Mistletine, Lens, The Lighthouse, Hurrah, uh, I think that might be all the- all the dream yeah. Uh, brought, uh, brought up. I'll, I'll be back in a minute. We will enjoy the time that you are gone. That'll be the best part of the show. I don't have to hear anymore about black holes. Every nightmare is Hillary had. Uh, the whole thing with this show, it starts off in a, in a dream sequence where Imeji is in this little... It looks like it was designed by uh, an eight-year-old. So there's a bunch of Plank wood and like fish skeletons, things that are supposed to make it look weird. But he's getting chased around by these cats, and literally like Tom and Jerry style cats walking on two feet, talking, and just in general being weird as fuck. He wakes up, uh, that's when you find out that it's a dreamscape. But uh, it bounces back and forth between him going to school and you get to see Mary waking up in a pile of trash and she is sleepily wandering around the city. <laughs> now, this is where, like, when he's you get to find out that you can beat people by the color around them. Uh, he looks at himself and sees that it's uh, black. Uh, I think it's like black and pink, black and orange, static effect. And he can tell that he's going to have a nightmare. They, uh, as far as day, they end up going to a uh, literature club. Okay, I was waiting for product DDLC there. <clears throat> I've, I've been trying to cut back on my DDLC <laughs> references. <laughs> Why not? Why? Okay, um... Uh... Unfortunately, I was writing my notes too fast. I didn't catch the name of the teacher, and it didn't stick in my head. But this is where you get to meet one of their teachers, and 
This guy is a bottomless hole. Every scene you see him in, he is. But it cuts to Yamaji after school, where uh, he's walking down the street. He leans down to pet a cat, and he gets sucked into a uh, daydream. And this is the time where you get to find out the dreamscape that he is stuck in is the home to a dream demon called John Doe. Uh, guy has a uh, blank character mask with Echo. Uh, that is real. We get back. We got back into our old segments again. I'm sorry, what? Oh no, I just realized we're like going back into like our old like segment type thing again. <laughs> Not that I'm complaining, I just noticed. I didn't realize. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to hit some, some random points. I'm not. I'm sitting there going in depth, like a teacher a poor rice ball. No. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're having a problem with me breathing, why don't you speak up and like try to interrupt? Hard. Oh, that made us all again. Oh, before you, before you open your life. shut up, before you open your fucking mouth, I was about to say because you've seen Dream in America, right? Yeah, a long time ago, I did. I remember it. Okay, the character John Doe, how he has that. Uh, red tattered hood he kind of looks like one of the old 90s comic oh yeah yeah that dude i remember him he was like had all the flames around him and, sh and stuff like that uh it's not flames it's red claw oh okay yeah he looks like uh if anime got his, his hands on spawn and didn't give him a Right, yeah. He, yeah, it was very 90s. Like, weirdly enough, it was like late 2000s this was shown. Late 2000s or early 2010s, I can't remember. And uh, that design was so 90s. This, it came out in uh, 2012. Okay, so, 2010, so early 2010s, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, the John Doe guy also calls himself Chaser. And uh, that'll pop up a little bit later on. But Aries able to enter the uh, age. Without uh, spoiling it, she is a dream demon that uh, escaped the real world. Right, and she lost her memories, if I remember correctly. She lost her memories, and she's trying to figure out uh why she's in like the real world if i remember if i remember correctly then she has a thing for donuts yeah she uh huge fan of donuts <clears throat> but um she yeah she doesn't know how she got there but she knows that she doesn't belong there and each time she enters somebody else's atrium is trying to get that person to bring her back with them to the dream right I remember yeah like I, I forget it was like they encountered him Mary and the 
uh, main character, uh, they like um, they try to like go to these like different uh, be- like dr- I think if I remember correctly, wasn't it like they were like fighting these uh, dream demons together, like and that would help with her memory or something. Um, fighting any of the dream demons didn't help her memory. Huh. Uh, after Mary beats the hell out of John Doe, it goes on a couple episodes where uh, they're they're talking about this. They end up meeting another dream demon that belongs to a little girl, and this demon is telling this little girl, "Hey, you have no other friends." Worthless. I'm the only one that blah blah blah. Uh, that one looks like a little Japanese doll, but she ends up getting sent back to Dream World. Uh, that one looked more voluntary because it looked like she jumped back towards instead of uh, just getting locked. But the next one that you come across is uh, Angie Three Peaks. And she gets introduced by uh, Yumeji catches a doll that this girl dropped, uh, Yui drops. Uh, they start heading on their way and uh, Yui's dream demon, Engie, says that she wants to search for the dream demons to find out if a uh, character called the Lighthouse or uh, Paracletes is around. So, uh, Barry and Mage get sucked out of another stage. Angie mistakes them as being hostile and starts attacking Barry. It, it looks like Mary is kind of going back on back and forth on getting her ass beat succeeding. And uh, there's a certain turning point where Barry is flat out. She's pinned to a wall by swords. Angie is about to uh, cut her in half, but Yumeji steps in the way. So he gets cut from uh, I'd say stem to sternum. And yeah, I think I remember. I think I remember that cut. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's where Mary loses her fucking mind. Like everything goes red for her. Oh yeah, she starts going apeshit crazy. Yeah, you get that little power up ring that goes around her, and then she gets uh, key ring around her wrists. And every time those keys jingle, the dreamscape is being destroyed. The swords that Engie is holding are being destroyed. Uh, up until the point where they all get ejected from dreamscape. Uh, Yumeji is trying to play a uh, big man on campus that he didn't get hurt. But they're able to make it home before he collapses. Mary finds him, puts him in bed, and ends up staying by his side. I think they said it was for uh, altogether two days. 
but during this time while he's unconscious, he gets drugged back into John Doe's dreamscape. Now, instead of trying to go after him, John Doe sits him down, creates two uh, kind of cute Neko girls that are being Neko's? his nurses, wrapping his book. Sorry, what? Neko's? I heard Neko's. I'm on board now. Oh, my God. It's not a femboy. Yeah, I still like Neko. Shut the fuck up, piece of shit, asshole, cocksucker. Yeah, dude, you're you not call the, me the cocksucker. Neko's. I paid $182 for a, I think it's an hour-long OVA. Damn. And it, it's uh, original Neko Para. Yeah, then uh, I thought you saw that, Monica. You like it was in our uh, text thing. Uh, I probably missed it. I don't get yeah, notifications for fucking text for some reason. They're silly. How well, fucking I... old are you? Me? You're you're silly. How fucking old <laughs> are you? Um, allegedly twenty one. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. The fact of the matter is, is you're fucking three. Poopy Papa. <laughs> uh, can we replace you as a host with an actual Neko girl? Because I think that would improve the show. I thought you were going to say, can we replace you with an actual baby? I think the quality would improve. No, a Neko girl. I want to replace the replace you with a Neko girl. We need to get like one of them... Uh, those uh those anime Twitch streamer girls that use like the you know they have the little anime avatar that they speak through. Oh, uh, the only uh, one yeah. I can think of is uh, Anners. Yeah, we need to replace you with one of those, Vic. It would improve the quality of the show greatly. Well, I love hearing that I'm replaceable. Yeah, of course. I I, I knew you would like to hear that. That's why I said it. Hey, fuck you. Vincent tried firing me yet last night. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Vincent's an idiot. Don't worry about him. He's just fucking retarded. And what does that make you, Monica? Uh, I'm not that, retarded. I'm special. That makes me a retard enabler. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Because I continually let his dumb ass on the show. Hey. Hey. I'm special. And I seem to be the disappointed dad of all you guys. Y you seriously are the dad. I don't know how we didn't pick up on that sooner. I mean, I kind of picked obvious. up on it. Yeah, it, it, is it took me up until last night to figure out I'm the fucking dad of the group. Yeah. It was it's pretty obvious. It was amazing your reaction. Your reaction was disappointment, fear, and ultimately dejection. Oh, if you would have seen me, I had my mouth to gape. I'm just like, oh my god, fuck that. My, my, my. <laughs> but, but you're a nice dad. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, he's, he's better than my father was, but he's still not a very good dad. Yeah, that's like a really low bar we're um, clearing. Yeah, it doesn't take much to clear that bar. Uh, see, my dad's a good dad. 
I'm the like quote unquote dangerous fun dad. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like I'll tell you to go on a roller coaster without putting a bar down. Full fun. <laughs> Back to the Neko girl. Yes, Neko girls. Yes. Oh, God, horny fuckers. Shut your fucking Shut mouth. Vic, you bapped to two girls, one cup, so you have no say in this. I know I... Okay, that is... I can definitively say no, I never fapped to that. Well, then why did you tell me that you did? You told me in a DM how hot you thought it was when the girls were shitting in each other's mouths and then passing it back and forth. Yes, you did. You were telling me about how you and Mango had a fat party to it. There you go. There you go. Hey, hey, Monica never lies. And I would prove it. I would prove it, but it's on my old account that got suspended talking to your old account that got suspended. So I can't prove it. You don't don't have to prove it. You never lie. That's true. I've never told a lie. Uh, Oh, God damn it. I'm going to go hide here. And watch Two Girls, One Cup? I'm going to kill you. Can I watch him to go Can I kill him? Yeah, sure. His life had no meaning anyway. Can I kill both of you, actually? I think that would be better. Unlike you, my life has meaning. (laughs) Damn! That was a good burn, Vic! (laughs) Who is that directed at? Because I'm feeling it. I, I think it was either Monica or Vincent. You don't even know who you were directing it at. Why does that make so much sense? No, the funny part is, they actually convinced him that he makes a difference. <laughs> That's what the school system does. It convinces you that you're important, even though you're actually not. I'll be in my corner. Explains why he's a teacher's pet. Yeah. Oh, God, we're not going to get into that again. Uh, yeah, I think, I think we need to. I think it needs to be discussed on the air. I mean, I mean, our viewers have the right to know. That I'm a teacher's pet, apparently? Yes, they... No, no, not apparently you are. Uh, Dude, we went over it last night where you're like, you did the no comment to uh, us asking if you would remind the teacher to collect the homework. Yep. He no commented a lot last night. On everything. Well, how did it go again? Did like what were the questions again? I think there was one okay, where I asked you if you were the guy who would remind the teacher to collect homework. No and comment. You didn't comment. <laughs> and then Jeb asked you if you had any friends, and you said that at recess you would hang out with the teachers. That and, is true. And I said that you were one of the protected kids, and you said no comment. Yeah, no comment. Didn't we also go over the fact that he would probably tell on somebody if they were chewing gum? Uh, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. No comment. You know, I so was that kid that if I got caught for, uh, if I got caught in elementary school for chewing gum, the teacher would ask, do you bring enough for everybody? <laughs> 
I would come back the next day with a fucking, like, a box of gum. That makes so much sense. When the teacher asked me, do you have gum for everybody? Yes, I do. I'm going to pass it out right now. So you outsmarted the teacher. Kind of. I still got a referral to the office. (laughs) Teachers don't like it when you're able to better than they do. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking fact, no, man. Yeah. When I when I proved to my teacher that um, uh, Shawshank Redemption was a book by Stephen King, she was so fucking pissed at me. Why? Why? Because she was, like, convinced that it was not a Stephen King thing, and she was, like, gonna fail me for claiming that it was, and when I proved her wrong, she got mad. Why do people do that? It's like you're fucking incorrect. Deal with it. You're not gonna die. Look who's incorrect. Well, see, I was. How the, is that even a good? I was the dumb kid, quote unquote, in school because I never did my work. Everybody just assumed that I was fucking retarded. And on the occasions when I would show actual uh, intelligence, nobody expected it. So it always ended up being a huge deal. So did you, know you get that, a participation trophy? I never got any participation trophies, no, because I wouldn't participate. You know, I just flat out refused to do anything, and then occasionally I would just be like, ah, I'm bored, I feel like, you know, I feel like doing something, I guess I'll participate in the SATs, and then I would just pass everything, and everybody would be like, wait, did you cheat? <laughs> that's, that's smarter than putting effort into stuff because then people will start will start expecting stuff. But if you don't try, exactly, well, that was my theory. If I don't it. put forth any effort, nobody expects anything. And then when I do do well, everybody's surprised because the bar is so low. So you don't disappoint anyone at all. Exactly. That is smart. Yeah. I- Hell, even when I would do my homework, I wouldn't even bother turning it in. I would just leave it in my locker for six months and then eventually throw it away. <laughs> yeah. Then like, why you would do your homework it? but leave it in the and leave it in the locker? Yeah, shit, there's probably if I were to go through all my boxes, I could probably find homework from the end of high school that I completed but never turned in. Then why bother do it? Because I was bored. <laughs> Do I need a better reason than boredom? Nah. What? Why would boredom? It's like, okay, here is uh, 2x plus 2 equals 4. Oh, no, with math, no. Math was one area where I was just as retarded as everybody thought I was. Like, you hand me algebra, I feel like I'm looking at Japanese, and I will just stare at it like, uh... Now that face looks like you looking at Nekopara titties. No, when I'm looking at porn, I'm like this. I'm really glad that I can't see your face. Dave. His eyes are wide open. That's one of the few times that my eyes do open all the way. Okay, please cut this out. This is Justin and his neutral face. No, this is neutral. That just looks like you're dead inside. This is my default face. Yes. This is my default face. Is that if you have any kind of uh, depression, 
your resting face either looks like you're angry or you're disappointed with the world. Uh, mine is definitely disappointed with the world. Like, if I'm not on the phone with you guys or in a chat with you guys, like, I don't smile, I don't laugh, I just kind of... Well, it's glad to know we give you a sunshine. A very autistic sunshine. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> it's, like the it's like the Teletubbies with this creepy-ass uh, baby, except it's just me going, Whale feces! Whale <laughs> I can imagine that. Oh my god, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. I can picture that in my head right now. Whale feces! <laughs> I'm just screaming that for no reason. Like, ten oh minute intervals of the day. I would do that. Would do what? I would, I would edit his face on the sun saying that. <laughs> I could do that. It would be a pain in the ass, but I could do that. In ten Please minute intervals, like well, feces. I just do that ten times, and then ten minutes goes by with silence, <laughs> and then well, feces. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you guys remember? Uh, Dragon Ball Z abridged right yeah. when uh, Nappa was attacking and you get uh, Aquaman. What about the whales? <laughs> That's exactly what you sound like right there. <laughs> <laughs> I do like want to be like my idols. Your idol is Aquaman, the lamest superhero of okay, all time. Okay, he is not lame. He controls over two thirds of the fucking world. Oh my god! Lame. He's still a dumbass. He's still one of the worst fucking. I don't even know comic book shit. He's still one of the worst heroes. What's one of his special abilities? Like talking to fish or something? <laughs> oh come on, that can hey, be very useful. Also, bulletproof. He has uh, around the same strength as Superman. He can swim at sonic speeds. Who fucking cares? Hey, hey, you fish, get me a soda. <laughs> and don't let and don't let the seawater get in the can. I do not like the taste of that shit. <laughs> okay, you guys are severely underrating him. He's he's not the worst, but he's definitely he's not, not the best. <laughs> Well, he's not no. the worst, but he's the lamest. Bullshit. Wonder Twins. Oh. oh. Bullshit. Oh, the, oh, God. The, the, new, the new whatever the fuck. The ones that we did a review on. Those are the lamest. The, the, the... Uh, I, was, I was sticking to the DC world. Oh, okay. Uh, then there's uh, Condiment Man. Wait, that's a thing? He's a Batman villain. Yes, Condiment Man condiment, and Kite Man. Condiment King. Yeah. Ugh. Condiment King is Kite Man's arch nemesis. Oh, dear God. Is, is that right? Am I getting that right? I'm surprised you knew what Kite Man was. I heard I about... I've already heard about... Uh, uh, Kite All Man right. I already knew about. Um, Wizard and the Bruiser covered uh, the, odds, the odd history of Batman, and they went over some weird villains, and they ended up like branching off into villains from other comic book series as well. But Kite Man came up, and then there was another one that was really dumb. Yeah, they went through a bunch of really weird ones. Oh, so what's this white man's superpower is basically having a kite on his back? Yep. It's not even. 
Oh god, I'm I'm thinking of this one character. I think it was a a, a DC character briefly where there's this hero he takes off his arm and he just beats the shit out of somebody with his arm. Oh dear god. <laughs> I think this was in like the 60s. Oh god, I can imagine how many horrible puns would be inserted. Let me give you a hand. Oh, Vic, did you see the video of Stan Lee being a fucking savage to Todd McFarland? Oh my like, god, that's that video's art. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, there's like one part of it where he's going like, what's the purpose of this? <laughs> He'll just like I think at one point Stanley's going, he just trip all over his costume. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the Tom McFarland and uh, Rob Liefeld, I think, was there as well. They're going like, well, it looks cool. It's like, honestly, like, Stanley looks already old to begin with. Yep. But it looks like, honestly, you get, like, a wise old sage who has years of, like, karate experience, years upon years of training, and then you get somebody who's just doing arm farts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, but but can we, can we all agree that the best DC villain... When it comes to coolness, like like being an actual badass villain, not strength, is the Joker. Uh, it depends on what era, because early Joker was just kind of a comical retard. I, I, I think newer Joker kind of embodies the badass, but older Joker, let's not really. Say, let's say the Dark Knight Joker. You're talking uh, Heath Ledger, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, of course. Everybody says that. That is the most common fucking answer because Heath Ledger defined that character in a way that had never been done before. Well, because and Heath Ledger was, was one of the best actors in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, that is until he OD'd on chemicals that I can't even find in my town. <laughs> Well, yeah. Because he's rich, he can find he can find but, that shit anywhere. But then again, not anyone can do the Joker. You don't you don't have to be just. I mean, Jared Leto is good, and he fucked up the Joker. Yeah, and uh, Walking Phoenix did a legendary version of the Joker that I think was probably one of the best. Jack Nicholson was a great actor, and he sucked at the Joker. God, that was a horrible fucking performance. <laughs> That was just Jack Nicholson being Jack Nicholson. Yeah. <laughs> That's all of his performances. Yeah. Everybody wants to say that Jack Nicholson's Joker was revolutionary, and I'm like, no. No, it wasn't. It was stupid. It was no, Caesar a waste Romero of a fucking character show. in what should have been a decent, like, the first two Batman movies weren't bad. They were actually pretty good for their time. They... Used the Joker wrong. The one with and Michael Keaton. killed him. Yes. Yes. And they killed the Joker, which is something that you should... You don't kill off a hero's main villain. We can all agree that the worst Batman was George Clooney, right? Uh, yeah. Is that even an argument? I don't know. This upcoming one with, uh... Twilight Boy. Robert Pattinson. 
Yeah. That I've might end up being uh, the new the new standard for bad. I mean, okay, okay. Robert Pattinson, everyone judges him because of Twilight, but if you have watched any movie of his besides Twilight, he's a decent actor. I have Kristen watched some Stewart of his on movies. The other hand. I'm going to It's one of those things her. of he embodied Twilight point where every time a person sees him the first think of thought that pops in their head is Hey, look, it's Edward Cullen. Isn't that uh, typecasting, I believe? Basically. Same thing happened to uh, the guy who played uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, apparently he or he was, like, a good actor. Ewan McGregor? Yeah, apparently he was, like, a really good actor back in the day. But then it got to a point where he, could, he was basically unhirable because everybody just knew him for that, and that was it. I mean, yeah. Liam Neeson's oh. characters are all the same. No, really? I had no idea. Actually, in uh, Batman Begins, Liam Neeson is not... He's not that character from, like, Taken and all the other ones. Which movie? Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's when he plays uh, Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a shit interpretation of Ra's al Ghul. I mean, but even it, now when he's getting like you know just just a feature like, in uh, if you guys have seen the next three days with Russell Crowe, uh, I've heard of it, but I've never just, seen like, it. He's just featured for like ten minutes. He's like this badass character who broke out of prison thirteen times. I have a blanket on my head. Amazing. I, I once read that Liam Neeson was actually a teacher. And he got fired because he punched a kid in the gut. I don't know if that's true, but I've seen it more than once. Thank you for at least saying you don't know if it's true, unlike that stupid Walt Disney shit yeah, earlier. I don't, don't want to make the same mistake. Because if you try to say at that least, it is fact, I will fucking fact check it. <laughs> you, you can I'm go ahead and fact check it now, but I, said, I already said that I, I don't know if it's 100% true. No, I the fact that you said that if you don't know means that I will not fact check it. Why? Because you already but, admitted that you don't know. I don't need to prove how big of an idiot you are. But but I want to know if it's real. Okay, I have Google. You have the fucking internet! <laughs> Vincent, how do you breathe? Through my nose. I mean my ass. Oh, God! At, oh, God damn it! At least he doesn't breed. Uh, I don't think are he we ever sure? will. No, I think that okay, he, okay. He he's not able to breed because he can't get his hand pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so apparently Liam Neeson was the the one who said he was the one who told the story in an interview. So he could be lying. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's altogether possible that he lied. But that'd be a weird-ass lie. Hey, I punched a kid in the stomach! I don't know, that's not okay. that's not as weird of a lie as you would think. That's not as weird... Do you guys know about the story Xander about when you wanted to kill a certain person? Oh. Uh, no, Look a certain person LeVay. from a certain race? Yes, his oh, right, racial fucking... Guy. Yeah, Liam Neeson went on a racial thing, everybody knows. Okay, if you want to find out 
people that lie about everything look up Anton LaVey. Yeah, I, I've heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard a theory that the entire creation of Satanism was just because he wanted to sell fucking vinegar. What? Yeah, uh, uh, there's like a thing, the, the Catholics have wine, Satanists have vinegar. He wanted to sell, like he was doing vinegar at like the black masses or something in place of wine. And uh, apparently, he the whole creation of Satanism was just to sell his brand of vinegar. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's a theory that went around. I mean, there's there's this bakery near near my house over here, and uh, one day I'm going home, and there's this cake in the window, and I ask about the price, and he says it's thirty bucks, and I said, well, if it was a cake from heaven, I wouldn't buy it for thirty bucks, and he said. Well, you know, Muhammad used to eat the same cake. And I just stared at him. Like, <laughs> how do you respond to that? I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> like, my only response would be to punch him, and I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> I like I how your response is just punching people. Fighting I'm sorry, that, that kind of would be like world. somebody going, Hey, buy this wine. It's endorsed by J <laughs> this, this wine this wine was the exact water that Jesus turned into wine shit the, the wine that Jesus had was basically slightly slightly alcoholic grape juice if you read the bible he got the earliest possible shit so there was barely any alcohol to it he was basically drinking grape juice into the fucking planet like the Kool-Aid man through a goddamn brick wall <laughs> I would say nuclear holocaust, but I don't want to die from something stupid and slow. Yeah. It was like I was watching one guy's review of Resident Evil 2 Remake, and... He never played the original, so he doesn't know who Mr. X is. And whenever he showed up, he would be like, who is this guy? And then there's that part where he jumps out of the wall, and he's like, oh, he's the fucking Kool-Aid guy. It is kind of a Kool-Aid mood to burst through walls. Yeah. Yeah, but, but the Kool-Aid guy does not punch the shit out of you. I, I, I could see him doing that. And you can't shoot he his head. Have... Well, he does have pip-like abilities. I was assaulted like by a is. jug of juice. <laughs> he, he started punching me, and he didn't stop until he was half empty. Oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> it was horrible. He started pouring. Oh, God, I can't talk about it anymore. It God, you actually sound like a I couldn't person. tell if it was his fruit juice or my blood. But, oh God, it hurts! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Now it's purple. Now it's purple Kool Aid. What? It's now purple Kool Aid. He's beating me with. I'm a fucking died. <laughs> Way to go. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm reviewing something. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, got so sidetracked, I almost forgot. Um, holy, yeah, Neko Girl. Uh, during the time that Meiji is inside this dreamscape, getting helped out, uh, John Doe decides to tell him different things about the lighthouse, uh, possible reasons why Mary is in the real world. Uh, one of which includes a fight with the lighthouse that was so violent that one of the dream demons got launched into reality. But during this time, uh, it's kind of off screen, but John Doe explains a bunch of different things to him about dream demons, about Bissolkin. Uh, uh, things like that. Uh, you again get to run into Angie and uh, Huey because he made you twist his ankle. He ends up going to this little clinic where he gets checked out by Dick as an old man. Me as an old man? <laughs> Yes, because when he got done with the appointment, this old man literally grabbed Yumeji's shirt. It was either a shirt or his arm. It was like, no, sit down and talk with me. It's hard being a lonely old man. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's going to be you. Oh. Mm, I could see that. I'm going to hide. Why does everyone think I'm a Chester? <laughs> because it's fucking true. Lies and slander. Slander! <laughs> Are we talking to SAO fans? Oh, God, no, not again. I'm going back in my corner. Oh, great. I remember then. Hey, um, I don't like SAO. Slander! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a fun meme. Benson? Yes, Jeb? Shut your fucking mouth. I saw that coming miles away, <laughs> and I still said yes, Jeb. How stupid am I? Uh... <laughs> I have to repeat the same goddamn thing with you over and over again. You're like a toddler trying to touch the oven. <laughs> no, he's that one toddler who successfully touched the oven, burned himself, learned nothing, and did it again five minutes later. Something like that as a kid, we had a wooden railing, and I got my head stuck there, and it took a long time to get me out, and then I did it again in the same day. Oh my god, you are actually dumber than Vic. But when I was a kid, when I was a kid... When I was a kid, Vic would do it as an adult. No. Not even Vic is that dumb. When I was a kid, uh, I was at the grocery store, and you know those like open-air like freezer chest things that they have at certain grocery stores? I stuck my tongue on that and got my tongue stuck. And my, <laughs> and, and my, my tongue bled when I pulled it off. But I learned my fucking lesson and didn't do it again. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm going back in my blanket. Your safety blanket? Your, your blankie? Yes. 
What, what, what do you, well, does actually, it have a name, Vic? Well, actually, it does have a name. It has my brother's name on it. Okay. Uh, while you made she is at the clinic, uh, <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. I'm shut sorry, up. he's just putting me Shut up, shut you the win. fuck up, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up, shut the fuck up. Oh. Vincent, shut up. God came <laughs> back. Welcome back, God. Uh, oh, God, God, uh, damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay. I'm going to get three more words into this, and then I'm going to interrupt. Yeah, essentially. That's the point of the podcast. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck you. I'm sorry, I have a headache, and I try again tomorrow. All right. You always say that, but tomorrow never comes, does it? Neither do you. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that. (laughs) I felt that all the way over here. I feel violated. (laughs) That was horrible and wonderful all at the same time. You know, I want to laugh, but I can't because I know it's funny, but I just can't laugh. So you're like that frowning clown. You're dead inside, but you have to smile to the public. Oh, shit. You're Monica. Ah, the fuck? Everybody's catching straight bullets today, even me. Ow. I've caught at least several. I didn't even get three words into that one before I got to the I think that's the, the, the new format for the show is just going to be going off on tangents. <laughs> yeah, interrupting Jed Jeb, the podcast. <laughs> okay. Trying to go back to this. Uh, that girl Yui, who uh, the dream demon Angie is attached to, is the granddaughter of the guy who's playing. So they run into each other there. Um, they talk outside the clinic, and what the fuck was that? Somebody's what? rubbing their microphone, it sounded like. Probably Vic, because he got up and changed positions. His blankie probably rubbed on the mic. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's at this point where the girl, uh, Yui, has Angie possess her. So Angie can apologize to Yumeji. After all this is said and done... Uh, they end up meeting up with Mary. Mary, 
was supposed to go to the clinic with Yimeji, but she stopped off to get donuts because she is, I don't know. She's obsessed with him to the point where for a minute I thought she might be a cop in a former life. But, <laughs> but regardless, they end up meeting up with, uh, and they get sucked into this this daydream by this uh, cyclops. Cyclops character lens and he's a little circus performer that won't sit still and he's telling uh, Mary that she is not sending the dream demons back that she is killing them this uh, psychologically affects Mary because she thought that she was able to send them back that's uh, I wrote the name down. Um, I think it's called a Boko. Is what they're referring to Mary as Dream Eater. Baku. I covered uh, Dream oh, Eaters. Baku. I covered Dream Eaters on the first episode of Monica vs. Supernaturals. Okay. I was going to say, I heard the word and it sounded familiar. So I just. Yeah, Vic, Vic gave us a, an Emmy winning performance of a Baku. I, my uh, my performance is legendary. Did you listen to Did you listen to our performance of us arguing? By the way, I posted it on Twitter. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> argue, argue, argue. <laughs> okay, Monica was going arguing, and I was just saying fuck, and then Vic was saying something gibberish. He was saying stop over and over and over again. He was just going stop, 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 stop. And then at the end, after everybody stopped, all of a sudden Vincent goes, fuck you and die, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Supernaturals, the episode should be out soon. You uh, guys should watch. Within uh, the next day or so, it should be out. So when this podcast is out, the episode should be out, right? Uh, it depends on what I do. I might end up editing this first because this episode was a lot of fun and I want it out as soon as possible. Either way, if you're watching this, go to Supernaturals. If Monica knows how to do this, there there will be an info card in the corner. I know if how, but I have to wait for the entire episode to upload individually, like be completely done before I can add it. And I ain't going to sit for two hours and wait to add an info card. I'll just put a link in the description. Or we can just make them work for it. Work for it, you lazy fags. Uh, I, well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that if you look up Monica versus Supernaturals, nothing else will come up as long as you make sure to spell Monica with a zero. Yes, do that. Because the episode we recorded, that the ones that that's going to be uploaded, is amazing. Yes. And with that seamless self-plug out of the way, now we can go back yeah, to insulting yeah, yeah. Vic. I was going to go back to reviewing the show. Uh, yeah, I, we, can, <laughs> we can assault Vic. <laughs> Did you say assault? Because we can assault Vic too if you want. I, I mean, said uh, insult, but yeah, if you want it, if you want, we can hit him. I, I would feel so loud. I would rather use the method that, that involves duct tape, rope, a shovel, and a map to the desert. We can use Monica's car. That works. 
My car might not make uh, no, it though. No. It has a lot of issues. <laughs> oh, thank God for your shitty car. <laughs> well, eventually def- one of us is gonna get a new car, Vic. We will definitely. You're gonna get buried in Wisconsin. It def- will definitely be able to make it to Vincent's home or not Vincent Vic's home state and back. We can kidnap him and at least take him to my house. We can bury him. Oh in the no, basement. that's worse than death. <laughs> well, if, it, if this Wait, is the thing, then you gotta come to Ohio to pick me up. Oh yeah, we'll make sure to set a route where we go through Ohio, grab you, and then kidnap Vic, and then take a, take both of you back to Sioux Falls. I should hang okay, myself. Okay, but right but now. the question is, the real question is, whose basement are we gonna keep Vic in? I don't have a basement because I live in the basement. I I can't do that. I don't have a basement, so I can't do it either. But we can always lock him in the walk-in closet. That works. I could just try to get kick him repeatedly. Um, I have some no, heavy no, shit that no, I can put in front of it. it. You won't get anywhere. And as wimpy no, no, as you are, no. you would break your own foot before you broke the door. No, we would break him and make him your slave. All you have to do is open the door and say, get me the brown shoes. Yes, master. <laughs> He's not going to make him a slave. He's not a femboy. That's true. Oh, I can try to be a fanboy, but but no, oh, just knowing no, that it's no. you, no, 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 hell no, <laughs> automatic turn off. Oh come on, I probably I do I would try to get a good manscape job. No, 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 no. Can you no. please go back to the anime review? <laughs> Wait, you know that shit took a dark turn when Vincent is ready to go back to the anime review. I think that tells you something. Go ahead, Jeb. You can continue. Okay. Now, throughout the show, um, there's a... I, me- I mentioned Mistletane. You get to see a couple couple daydreams with her where she is destroying dream demons. And when you do that to a, a human that's attached to the dream demon, it kills the human being's hopes and dreams. Yep. Oh, that's a reflection so they, of our lives. Yeah, they become like us. Um, <laughs> that was the entire basis for the joke at the end of the first episode of Monica vs. Supernaturals. It was just, my life is already fucking empty. What are you going to do to me? Oh, <laughs> uh, but, um... After... Lens leaves the scene. Mary and Eggie meet up a couple more times. And there's a side plot with a transfer student that she asks Isana what her dream is. Now, this is meant to be a scapegoat to make her look like she's housing uh, Mistletane. But as it turns out, it's the uh, the teacher is uh, the host of Mistletane. And he goes around destroying kids' dreams and like a serial killer, he gets a kick out of it. <clears throat> I mean, he's a teacher there, after all. There, There's one scene. Yeah, only truly fucked does, up people would ever want to become teachers. I know, right? 
there's one scene that uh, it's not explicitly shown, but it pans down to both of them, like waist deep in water. You get to see the teacher's arms go up on Mistletoe's shoulders. It pans down, and then you see ripped plot hit the water. So it's implied that he is having some kind of relationship with her. Uh, whether it's forced or not, it was never gone into. But... Imagine finds out that, uh, oh, another thing is, uh, Mistletoe can force a dream demon upon you. So, teacher asks, uh, Asana what her dreams are for the future. She stupidly tells him, and with that, he puts in a dream demon. She starts talking to Yameji, saying that she's had some pretty weird dreams and stuff like that. Yameji does his magical eye circle thing and sees that she is possessed by a dream demon. You get the they they knock her into a daydream to meet her dream demon, uh, which is. You guys ever watch He-Man? Nope. <clears throat> A little bit. Okay. You, um, you know the character Orko? Oh, yeah. Isn't it that, like, flying guy? Yes. This, uh, it looks like an anime version of Orko. Except for this oh, one's very shit, neat. That's that's not a yeah, this one's very timid. But once they're able to meet the dream demon inside her and realize that it was he didn't force himself on her, they uh, get sucked into a daydream with Mistletine. Mistletine easily defeats Mary and uh, Angie. She gets bored though and says, you know what, we'll do this later. Teacher goes up to the kids and says, you know what, I'm not going to do this until after your finals are done. So, cuts to the day after the finals, uh, teacher is asking, uh, you guys are on a cafe, what time is it closed? Teacher shows up at the cafe, all the characters are there, transfer students, uh, Yui, Imeji, and Sama. Now, Asana doesn't know that she has a dream demon in her, but they all get forced into a daydream by Angie. So, they're trying to fight off uh, Mesopin again. And the transfer student's uh, dream demon is this Wild uh, West cowboy uh, type of guy. Now, he can't fire his gun at her until so many people have uh, had broken dreams. That's a very ineffective guy, <laughs> if you think about it. 
Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be able to kill a missile team within one shot. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah, they're all putting their hopes and dreams on this gun. But they, uh, the guy decides, instead of watching Asana's dream die, that he's going to go ahead and sacrifice himself, and that's going to be the final piece to make the bullet. So he dies, the transfer student fires the gun, hits Missile Team directly in the chest. Uh, Missile Team does not die. It's around this time that Yameji stands up and starts beating the hell out of Missile Team, saying that the strength of your dream, uh, the strength of yourself in your dreams is not the strength of yourself. In reality, it's the strength of the heart. So he's beating her back. Uh, she ends up getting a number of good hits in on him. Did, did Vincent leave? Vincent ran out of data. Shit. All right. I got to hold on one second. I've got to readjust the cameras. All right. And it sucks. To, we uh, Shit. He should have done his segment before mine. I don't know if he had an actual segment. <clears throat> Did he? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I'm not on Twitter. I don't know what you guys... I was talking to Vic. I assumed that Vic would know. Yeah, uh, he didn't tell me if I remember correctly. Oh, no, I know he did. I didn't know if we were doing, like, the rest of the thing. I don't know if we were going to do it, like, on this episode. Okay. Well, we can do it next week if he actually has some fucking data. Wait, Skype work better for him, or is, uh... Because I know Discord eats data like it's candy. Uh, he had the same issue when we were on Skype a couple of times where he ended up just dropping out of the call. Uh, All right, well, uh, to uh, finish up my segment, it's around this time that... Fuck! Go ahead and continue. Right. It, 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 just go ahead and continue. I accidentally deleted your window instead of uh, Vincent's. Yeah, I'm invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a spooky girl. Uh, now, but it's around this time that uh, Missile Team eats Herat, eats uh, Sana's dream demon and her uh, hopes and dreams. Uh, she does that so that she won't be killed by uh, Mary. Mary ends up getting really pissed off. Uh, she delivers one good hit to Missile Team's chest where the bullet hit. That causes a dissolving X effect. And Prot pops out. Prot ends up getting sent back to the dream world by Mary because she actually does have the power to send him back. And and Mistletine is killed by Angie by a, a sword slot. Once this happens, uh, reality goes back 
and no time has been missed. But it turns out that the teacher has disappeared. They go back to school the next day after everything has kind of calmed down. And you get to find out that the teacher has just left his his post without saying anything. It gets set up for a second season because the whole the whole plot line with uh, Mary and Heracles and uh, Engie and Heracles was never fleshed out. Uh, you only get to see Heracles in passing once when he's in a dream sequence with Lance. Uh, to be honest with you, in my opinion, it did deserve a sequel. Uh, just so it would be able to finish off its story. Uh, like I said earlier, the, the anime came out in 2012, so we are way beyond getting a sequel. Um... But to be honest with you, for what it is, it's a good show. It'll draw you in. I'd give it a solid six and a half out of ten. Uh, if you get a chance to watch it, then you know, sit down, give it a give it a few episodes, see if you like it. If you don't like it after that, say fuck it and don't finish it. But if you like it. Finish it up. They, uh, like I said, they never made a second season to it, but they did continue in on, I think it was a light novel series. So, trying to find the English translation of it may cause you a little bit of trouble, but if you're able to finish up the story, it is a good story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I recall watching it. Like I've said, I've watched it before, like, many years ago. I did like the setting of the world and the idea of, like, the dreams. It's just that, like, since I couldn't find it, and actually, if I recall, it was a manga it was adapting from, not a light novel series, as far as I'm aware. Although, Okay, Wikipedia I knew could... it, was, it was one of the two. Uh, with the story sequence, I thought it would have been a light novel, but if you're saying it was a manga, then I'm going to have to track down the English translation of that, because the uh, the anime really drug me in with the fact that it's, to my knowledge, it's really the only one that will drag you into a dream sequence and have it set there in another world. Yeah. I don't know if there are any, uh, like, any, like, noteworthy scans of it. Um, I think I've seen, like, a couple here and there, but I don't, I'm not 100% positive about any, like, scans that I'm aware of. But I think there are out there if you find them. I mean, you can find fucking almost anything with when it comes to scans, so it's not like it's impossible to find it. And even now, I'm looking it up. I'm seeing some s scans. Uh, okay, so, and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check it out. Because the only thing I was able to find was, uh, the Japanese version on eBay. 
Yeah, no, there's, as far as I'm aware, there's no official English um, release of this, which doesn't make sense to me because it's like, it's a lot of these things. It's like they don't have, they have like the adaptation, but they don't have the original source material. It's just very bizarre for me. Yeah. Well, sometimes they, uh, I had to look up a word for word translation for uh, Into Another World by Sparkle because I don't think they're making a second season of that but the world intrigued so I have to read through 17 light novels to find out what's going to go on and I also downloaded I have uh, currently I have all of the high school DXC light novels and I'm reading those. Are the light novels good? Um, so far I've only gotten midway through the first one, and I can say that the anime adaptation is very loyal. Now these things are only about maybe a hundred, hundred and some odd pages, so it is almost like they just adapted the script from the book. But, uh, if you get a chance to with the uh, high school DXT, I would honestly tell you to read it because so far it's uh, it's very loyal to the subject matter of the anime. But it is uh, it also it's gonna draw you in. You can also uh, read ahead of where the anime is to figure out what's going to happen in like season five. Uh, is season five confirmed? Yes, it is. Oh, season nice. five was confirmed. I want to say three or four months ago. Uh, season four only came out, I think, last year. Oh wow! But yeah, season five is confirmed. I heard that uh, season five hasn't even come out yet and they're already in talks about doing season six. Holy shit. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a, uh, a long-running series, which uh, it's not that bad. Each season's only five hours, and it, each season has two complete story arcs. That's good. It's kind of because I never like, I know that's a common complaint with that. I never like how there's a show. It may be like, unless it's like an original stuff or it's adapting everything, which is very rare. Uh, it's always like couple seasons and then boop, we're not going to touch that ever again. The devil is a part timer. God, uh, don't get me started. I, I keep, I keep hearing that there, that it's not off the table of making a second season of that. It's just the production company is dicking around. I'll be right back. But yeah, so far I've run into a number of series that honestly they should have a second season but they don't. Mm-hmm. 
and I've ran into quite a few series where they do have a continuation or a second season, and it's absolutely fucking garbage and an insult to the original. Psychopaths. Eureka 7. Uh, the first season of Psychopaths is a good, like, psychological thriller. The second season just feels recycled. They do have a third season of it. There's no official uh, English translation of it. There's also a movie with no official English translation. I don't know if they will do an English version because of how the second season went. So. Oh, and I don't know if I said it before, but uh, season two of Quintessential Metropolis is confirmed. Oh, okay. Uh, I, keep, I keep hearing things that it's supposed to come out later this year, but with the uh, the Hulkamp production companies with uh, COVID, it may be coming out early 2020. Okay. Uh, I know reincarnated as a slime got clean lit for a second season because that's you have to be an idiot not to do that. Yeah. Uh, ReZero, I found out that uh, they actually were running. It was uh, some weird news thing that stopped it midway through a couple episodes that said the production was being halted until 2021. But as it turns out, I think they just ended one of season two. Oh, okay. I've seen a couple stills from it. You get to meet... Uh, fuck, what is the lead character? Uh, in ReZero, uh, Subaru Natsuki? Yeah, okay. You get to meet Subaru's parents. Oh, okay. I'm not sure... I know the, uh, the witch is a character in there. Yep. Uh, I've read certain things to where she's a positive character. I've read certain things where she's a horrible character. Uh, all I do know is that Subaru does have quite a few interactions with her. Yep. <clears throat> Another one that I wish they would have done a second season to is High School of the Dead. I, they did an OVA, but the OVA is nothing but comedy. Uh, the original High School of the Dead is a mixture of horror with uh, etchy elements. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, it's a really good take on uh, zombies. It's still the, you know, you get bit and you turn. Yep. But instead of the adult viewpoint, you get to see, like, high school kids. Sorry about that. Oh, you're fine. What about you, Vic? You run into any anime or anything like that that you think should have a second season of the sequel to it oh yeah um 
Oh, God, I can think of so many. Um, Berserk, 1997. Not the shit from 2016 slash 2018. That was a CGI-ridden nightmare. It looked, and I could go on for that for hours. Um, and I know they did. Uh, I just wish there was like a continuation of that show. Um, what else? Uh, Cromarty High School. That, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I heard for years that they were going to do an Akira sequel, but. I know that never got greenlit, and to be honest with you, I don't think it ever will. I've heard, what I've heard is that they're planning to do a live-action Akira movie along with an Akira TV series. I, I've, uh, that, the, that movie was... is, the movie has been in talks since, I want to say, 2002? It's had yeah, that that live names. action idea has been around forever. Yeah, it's been it's Sorry. had a bunch of different names attached to it. Everybody from uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Keanu Reeves. Uh, I've heard Johnny Depp was attached to it at one point. Uh, to be honest with you, if they do an Akira live action, if they have white lead actors. I will boycott that fucking move. I don't care how good it is. I will boycott the fucking move. Well, that's because there shouldn't be... It's like what we said all, said all the way back with the Avatar thing. There shouldn't be, like, fucking... And I know I sound like... I don't want someone on here saying, like, there's never... No, the, the setting is in Japan. The main characters are Japanese. If it was fucking white characters, it would be fucking jarring. Be like fucking casting a white person to play Black Panther. Oh, good God. Ugh. Now, there are certain anime where they do bring in, like, uh, German characters or uh, British characters. Like, to be honest with you, uh, the saga of Tanya the Evil, they started off with a Japanese businessman, but... When it started with the World War II style era, everybody in there is German, British, uh, American. They have all these different ethnicities, but they're all white. Or in, uh, I talked about Monster a while ago and how that's set in Germany. There's really the only like, excuse me, the only like main, the main character is Japanese, but everyone else is like, German, Czech, Turkish, or you have Black Lagoon, which is just a shit ton of nationalities and ethnicities. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's not a shit ton, but if you go through Girls and Panzer, they do have uh, blue-eyed, blonde-haired British people. They have a Russian character. They have German characters. Oh, and there's Eureka 7, which has a black guy in an anime. Yeah. Oh, wait, Black Lagoon also has a black guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matthew uh, is the black guy in Eureka 7. Amazing character. I love Matthew. I, I have those DVDs. I need to rewatch it because I remember. See, the weird thing with Eureka 7 to me when I first watched it was I felt like if I were to jump on this topic, it's like, 
I thought the story at first wasn't going anywhere at first because it's it's a it's a decent length show, fifty episodes. It's not really something a lot of shows, I think, especially around that time, were given. Yep. I think though, if I were to rewatch it, I think I would I would have more enjoyment out of. I th- I don't know, maybe it's because it, I did enjoy it though. That's the funny part because the world looked cool, and uh, fuck. Getting, like robots on um what those glider things uh lfos oh thank you uh LFO. I, I think i got about two episodes into that and it just wasn't my cup of tea it start. It's got a very slow start. Like if you if you want a show that grabs you right away, Eureka Seven probably isn't going to be it. But it's one of those shows where, as time goes on and as you progress through the story, you end up getting uh, like social commentary that I think is still really relevant today. You get uh, a coming of age story and growing into adulthood, and uh, Renton's character, like he starts out as pretty much a selfish teenage prick. And it like he tries to be a good guy, but he's very selfish and very self-centered. And as time goes on, he learns how to be, uh, you know, an actual fucking adult. Like it starts out with him thinking he knows everything and everybody else is an idiot and he's the intelligent one. And by the end of it, he finally starts to oh, realize. So bridge. Yes, essentially in a lot of ways, but not as big of an asshole. Like he's a nice guy the entire show, but he's very self-centered and the world revolves around him. Like, it starts with, uh, like, his care for Eureka starts with, I want to possess her, I want to control her, I want her to be mine. He doesn't outright say that, but, like, his conception of love is very childish. And then by the end of it, he is basically sacrificing himself for her because he realizes that love is giving, not taking. I I think I picked up on a bit of it. Like, I picked up on some stuff with, like, the captain character. I forget his name right now. Thank you. The relationship between Holland and a uh, Ren- uh, Renton, yep, I actually thought was really cool because, like, I don't know, like, I see this type of dynamic always. Like, you got the the naive character, and then you have like the more world, you know, battle hardened, world weary kind of character. If that makes sense, the more experienced. Yeah. But in that show, like, of what I can remember, I remember it feeling so genuine. That they would be kind of butting heads with each other. Here's the thing. When I was a teenager, I thought Holland was an asshole the first time I seen it. I thought he was like a prick, borderline abusive to Renton. And then watching it as an adult, all I can think is, Holland is trying to teach you a lesson. Why don't you shut the fuck up and let it get through your goddamn skull? (laughs) And think what else. I know this is now a review of Rekha 7 all of a sudden. (laughs) Um, I think what I also dug about, I, I don't know, it's like, the I'm going back to the world, the world felt truly alien. Yep. Like, nothing felt like, because here's the thing, like, the problem with most sci-fi, and I don't think it's really a fault, even stuff like Star Trek does it, they have to make it so where it's alien, but it's still very familiar. Yep. Like, the idea, like, the look of it, like, sometimes the best anime when they do the sci-fi or sci-fi fantasy or whatever it's best when they're so far removed from like reality, but it's like, I don't know how to describe, but excuse me. Um, uh, Oh shit. I lost my, Oh, the, uh, Alderaan design. Yep. Is it the Alderaan? Uh, Alphonse. No, 
What? No, that's from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, I have no idea. I've only watched the first like five episodes of Full Metal Alchemist, and I don't. No, remember no, no, any no. Of the mecha, the mecha, the mecha in Eureka Seven, the main robot. Oh, oh, oh! That is uh fucking a. I just watched the pilot. Nirvash. Nirvash, thank you, Nirvash. I did think though it was it get it got a bit weird. I think when I was a kid, it was like a bit weird for me with when the robot became like sentient. Almost. Like, I know it doesn't. <laughs> It's not like, full-on sentient, but it basically is, yeah. And then I think the, there was, like, one thing that I had a, um issue with, and I won't spoil it. Like, obviously, there's a lot of mystery around Eureka herself. Yep. Who she is. But when they, int- I think even as a kid, when they introduced that certain plot element, and I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I kind of, in my head, already went, okay, Eureka is that. Yeah, it was kind of obvious from the beginning that that she was that. But you do know why the world is so alien, right? Uh, oh, uh, I do. It's, it's not just, technically it's, a... it's not technically Earth anymore. Earth is underneath of this place that they live in. Like right, yeah. Breton's father like, was the like savior a... of humanity. They had to basically rebuild everything because uh, when the plot point started showing up they essentially destroyed the planet and like all of a sudden like religious shit gets thrown in towards the end of the series like uh this historian had found an ancient book that people used to believe in it was the bible i i'm now pissed off about how much i can't remember it because i don't know was it like i don't know it was, i think also the thing i will say it was one of the first series i ever uh bought on dvd that wasn't out of print yeah uh Eureka 7 was my first anime ever that was the first anime i had ever seen in my life nice one though but like i have this bad issue of uh buying out of print anime dvds (laughs) (laughs) so do i it's because they're very cheap oh hell no they're not Oh, where? No, 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 no. I bought. What I buy is I buy. Um, give me one sec. Uh, if you're gonna show it, I can't see it. Wait. He took his headphones off. He can't hear you. Oh, uh, he's retarded. <laughs> I'll breather. Where'd you go? Put your headphones back on. Uh, it's a damn good question. Where did he go? <laughs> oh, he has arrived. Okay so, okay, so what I mean when I buy these like out-of-print stuff, I don't mean like the complete series, because yes, those are expensive. I sometimes buy stuff like this. What are we where looking they're at? These, uh, tech, technolize. Okay, yeah, Jeb can't see it, by the way. He can't see any video. Oh, oh right, I'm, I'll... I'll just describe it. So it's kind of like you get volume. Um, uh, I don't even know why. Like three episodes at a time. Yeah, that was yeah. The, that was my introduction to Eureka Seven. Is my friend had the complete collection, but like one volume at a time, and each volume only had five episodes. Yeah, and the stupid part is with me is that the show already has a complete uh, set by Funimation. At least this example I have. I and I have the 
And there's one anime DVD. I know it's in the house, but I missed it. Uh, Ergo Proxy. I had the complete set, but I also have like a copy of the old uh, Genion DVDs. Okay. Uh, I got it. There's one thing I'm gonna sh show. Now, one thing I've noticed, uh, and this this sucks for both me and my wallet. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I really like is out of print. Yeah. Like, Seki Ray is out of print. Uh, that Nekopara OVA is way the hell out of print. Uh, oh, oh. I, I bought it before it became out of print, but I have Blood Lad, and the last time I looked that up, they're wanting... Uh, way more than fifty bucks for it. Oh yeah, and I kept mine. Yeah, I kept mine in really good condition in case I have to sell it. So this is the most like out of like of a series of out of print stuff I have. Holy shit! I, I um, can't see it. I know I'm showing to Monica. You'll see it. He's showing uh, the people who are watching this episode in the future. Jeb, calm your tits. Beautiful tits you have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, God. Please forgive me. Uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. You always sin, bitch. Anyway, no, these are like these Armored Trooper Volt Toms DVDs. These are, um, uh, I think these are these were from Central Park Media, if I remember correctly. I found th these were all like I think how much? I think these were all six dollars a piece. Although, really, in, in the hindsight, it was stupid because Sentai Filmworks has the complete series on Blu-ray. I think they were releasing it around the same time I bought all of these. Although, although the artwork is fucking cool as shit. Oh, nice. Like, all of them have these this um, thing where the um, art kind of wraps... You know how art, like, wraps around and makes it, like, one piece? Yep. Which is why I hate how there's all the the, the the descriptions on it because the it's like this uh, I don't know if this is a neat wraparound but there's like um, kind of like the the spine that connects the art together. Yep. It's bitching eighties art because this is an eighties series. This is bitching as eighties art. I've not watched it yet. I need to. As soon as I hang up with you guys, I'm going to <clears throat> legally download uh, Areca Seven and watch it again. Yes, legally, with currency. Yes. Have you started watching Clockwork Planet yet? I still haven't found it yet where I can download it. I can't even download it off of Kiss Anime. I'm probably going to have to end up buying it. Oh, I think Kiss Anime is, sh is shutting down. I should not be surprised by that. Okay. Yeah, there uh, was... If you're, if you're going to buy honestly, go on Amazon. Uh, you can get it for $22. Alright, I'll have to do it from there then. Also, so, uh, I remember you talking about wanting uh, Saga of Tiny the Evil. They're selling that for, I think, it's somewhere between 22 to 28. Yeah, that one's the one that my mom wants to watch. We're probably going to be getting that one soon. Yeah. Alright, we're going we're gonna to end this episode ASMR style. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming to episode 24 of the Pillbox Podcast. We will see you all next week. Have a wonderful day or night. This has been Monica. This is Vic.
This is Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful night.